Hello, everyone, and welcome to It's Your Season.life, where we are discovering and celebrating life at any age. This is a story about you, for you, from people like you. We all share a lot as we mature in life, and the journey is made even more special when we can celebrate it with someone else. This podcast series is based on living well and eating well, with Living Well podcasts featuring guests who inspire all of us to live a life soulful and rooted in a passion. Eating Well podcasts will be focused on healthy lifestyle tips, easy recipes with a plant-forward focus, and all-around wellness. So let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of It's Your Season.life, the Eating Well series. My guest today is Wendy Grono. She's been a colleague and a friend of mine for over 20 years, and I was so excited she sent me a Facebook message that she transitioned to a plant-based lifestyle about a year ago and says she feels awesome. She has some great results to share today. Of course, that meant we must chat to learn more and inspire others to move towards eating more plants. As you know, eating more plants means different things to different people. And there's a spectrum of eating more plants that will get you to 80 to 100% of eating plants. It's up to you. So let's listen to Wendy's story and hope you get some inspiration to eat more plants. Okay, so Wendy, you and I have been friends. We've acquaintances, colleagues, gosh, 20 years now. I'm trying to, I was thinking, trying to think back when we met each other in Houston at the Houston Society for Human, Houston Human Resources Association, I think. So welcome, Wendy. I'm just so excited that you are here with me today. Oh, thank you, Lisa. It's my pleasure. Oh, it's great. I just, when you told me on Facebook that you had gone plant-based, I was like, I have to talk to you and find out what you did. So here we are, and we want to hear everything and and how you did it and how you're feeling. So yeah, so just to get us started, if you would just give us a little bit about your background, kind of how you grew up, and then we'll we'll kind of take it from there. How does that sound? Sure. So I grew up uh, with my dad's career. We moved almost every year or every other year. He's a um, retired colonel in the Army, graduated from West Point, so he was career military, and we were fortunate to live in some really interesting places, including West Point when he taught there, several places in Texas, Virginia Beach, Uh, we lived in Pennsylvania, and then I also had the opportunity for a couple of years, we lived on Oahu and Hawaii, so that's certainly one of my more favorite places that we lived. Yeah, you sounds like you got a, a good introduction to different lifestyles and cuisines. So, you know, they, the, the word now is eating pattern. So uh, kind of describe what your eating pattern was like when you were growing up, like your formative years. You know, I, I know I'm 64, so I can say that out loud. <laughs> but uh, what was it like growing up for you and relationship with food and, and, and eating? Well, food for us was, you know, my mother cooked. She was an outstanding cook. Uh, we definitely had more of a traditional outlook, I think, on food where we always had meat on the plate. We always had, including red meat, we always had a starch like mashed potatoes. Uh, we always had some vegetables and then usually some type of dessert. So it was, you know, a combination of protein and vegetable and starch and dessert. Uh, and so that's how I ate pretty much all the way up until a couple of years ago. And now my eating pattern is 
the complete opposite of that. And yeah. I am much happier for it. So what do you mean by what is complete opposite for you now? So now I'm primarily focused on, and when I say I, my husband and I, we both eat this way now because I've pushed it so hard and he loves it. And so since we cook uh, 99% of the time, uh, everything I do is primarily plant-based. And so I, I start with the vegetables first and then I add some protein don't eat a lot of carbohydrates um, and sugar anymore. So instead of some meat, some potato, we'll use cauliflower potatoes that we make ourselves mm -hmm. or we'll do cauliflower rice. And so, for example, this evening, we've already discussed it. We have uh, some really large mushrooms in the fridge and so we're just going to do stuffed mushrooms with some mushroom and a little bit of cheese. And that's just going to be our dinner with no mm -hmm. meat and nothing else with it. And so we probably, I don't, my husband eats a little more meat than I do, but the only meat I really eat is a little bit of turkey, maybe some chicken and then fish and shrimp. Mm -hmm. Other than that, I really stay focused on uh, making sure I have lean protein for muscle building. And then the rest of my diet is is some type of plant. I eat cucumbers for snacks. And saying that out loud, you know, five years ago, it would never cross my mind to eat cucumbers for a snack. Uh, I do all kinds of different squashes. Uh, we use a lot of cruciferous vegetables, large salads. It's not fancy, it's really simple cooking, but find it very enjoyable. Uh, it's very filling. I've had some outsta outstanding side benefits to it that I didn't expect. One is I've lost weight. Um, I was trying to lose weight, which is one of the reasons why I started to add more vegetables. But adding more vegetables made me want to eat more vegetables and so then I just felt better and better and better eating plants. When I have dessert, I'll eat uh, fruit. So uh, that'll be some berries or an apple. I tend to go more for the low glycemic uh, fruits. Um, I've also been really fortunate that I had very high cholesterol. My cholesterol numbers are now in normal range. I was pre-diabetic and now I'm in remission. I thought it was completely gone away, but my internal medicine doctor said, no, you're in remission. So mm -hmm. that's good enough for me mm -hmm. um, because my A1C and my glucose levels are the lowest they have been since I've been take, getting the numbers done, getting my blood work done. That's just remarkable. Yes. That is a remarkable story just on your health benefits. Wow. My skin looks good. I feel better. I, you know, and I really don't cheat. I do this just because I really like it now. I think sometimes when we're not eating a lot of vegetables, it's hard to eat vegetables, honestly. Mm -hmm. But the more you eat vegetables, the more our system seems to crave the vegetables. And then it's a matter of getting a little bit more creative. Mm -hmm you know, doing something like spaghetti squash, 
So we're all, I'm always thinking of something I can do that might be a little bit new and fun and exciting um, from a vegetable standpoint. But if I can't think of anything uh, really creative, we just go back to the old standards and, um, and I don't put cheese on it like I used to. There's just so many things now that my taste buds have changed mm -hmm. that just makes eating vegetables uh, truly joyful. So what, what inspired you to eat more plants? Kind of what was your timeline, like how many months or years ago? And then what was kind of like, I'm going to give it a try. What was your, what inspired you finally to really push it? Well, about a year and a half ago, I had a health issue. So I started trying to figure out, um, I just started reading. I started reading about nutrition. I started reading about biology. I started reading about aging and so I probably read a hundred and some odd books. And when you start doing some kind of research, there's a lot of information out there and it's hard to sift through what's accurate and what's not accurate. So I just started to look for patterns and certainly what I saw over and over and over and over again was how important plants were to our health. Mm -hmm. And so I had read a number of years ago, a book called uh, read uh, eat right for your blood type. And at the time that I read it, maybe five, seven years ago, it said I should be a ve vegetarian. Well, the thought of being a vegetarian, I thought this is, book is wrong. There's no way I could never give up eating meat. And so I just put the book on my bookshelf but one of the books I pulled out last year when I was doing all of this research was this book. And I read it from front to cover again. And I thought, okay, I have nothing to lose by trying what this book says. So I started to follow uh, my blood type pattern and I felt better like within five to seven days. Wow. I just felt better. Wow. So I thought, well, I'll just do this a little longer and I'll do it a little longer. And I was really trying to eliminate sugar and significantly reduce my carb intake. So I knew I needed to bulk up and eat more fiber. What I didn't expect was that once you start eliminating some of the processed foods and the other foods and start really focusing on plants that you enjoy and not limiting yourself to what you think you like or don't like. It's just very easy to eat more plants. Your, your body, my body anyway, started to crave more. I just enjoyed eating them more. And so eating vegetables is now preferable to me than eating other foods. Mm -hmm. So what's your two questions? What's your favorite vegetable? And what is one that you've learned to enjoy and you just really like it now? So my favorite is broccoli. Mm -hmm. And I eat broccoli without cheese, without anything on it. Mm -hmm. um, broccoli and I eat organic. It's really considered a superfood. Mm -hmm. uh, every once in a while, I eat it almost every day. There are some days I just feel like oh, I can't have another cup of broccoli. Mm -hmm. um, and I think the food that I'm surprised that I enjoy the most mm -hmm. now is kale. Mm. Uh, I eat kale salads. I roast kale. I love kale. 
And before, I might add a little bit of kale into something just because of the vitamin K or because it's good for you, but I never really enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. And now I go out of my way to buy it and to add it into uh, my week in some way. You know, if I go to a restaurant, I I don't eat anything really other than salads when we go out. Mm -hmm. So uh, that way I can kind of make sure that whatever I'm eating, I can control. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, so last week, uh, we went and they had a kale salad and, you know, not too many restaurants have kale salads, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. it was fantastic. And, you know, three, four, five years ago, that would never have been something that I would have uh, chosen. Yeah, I think sometimes we think we go out, we have to like not gorge, but maybe gorge is a good word, but you know, really ultra enjoy ourselves and switching is we make the change to plant. It's it's really interesting when you go out now is to find enjoyment in other ways, but it, it is a, it's kind of a mind bender actually, don't you think? <laughs> Yes. And it it does make going out to eat harder. Mm -hmm. I I do look at the menu before we go to make sure Mm -hmm. there's something that I can order Mm -hmm. that's that's plant-based. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, I order asparagus, which I love. And Mm -hmm. a lot of times it's made really well in a restaurant. You know, I try to find things that are green options before we go Mm -hmm. because I, I, I don't eat the other food anymore. I like to tell people there's like this spectrum of being plant-based that it's not as restrictive. Like you don't have to be vegan. You can be vegetarian. You can be Mediterranean. You can be, you know, keto plant-based as long as you're really focusing, as you said, getting your plants first and then the others are add add-ons almost. What you know, as people make this change, you know, some people want to go cold turkey. Some programs have you, you know, clean out your pantry and start fresh. What what seemed to work for you? Because I, I think the challenge is, is as each of us tries to to add more plants, we figure out kind of what our pattern is and what's going to work. What worked best for you for say the first week or two weeks when you were making the transition? It took me a while. I would say a lot longer than a week or two. I would say probably a couple of months. Sure, sure. uh, Because I was trying to not eat sugar and carbs and really eat more plants. So I set myself kind of a minimum of four to six cups a day. And so by setting a a goal of how much to eat. And I wasn't very varied at that point. It was really just a matter of getting the fiber into my day. And so as I added more and ate more, I felt better. I enjoyed it more. And then it became less of a forced choice and more of a lifestyle that I enjoy. Oh, I like that. I like that. Not a forced choice, but a, your personal choice. You've, you figured out what works for you. I always tell people, you know, I particularly am from the South, but I don't really like collard greens and okra, but there's, you know, 30,000 other plants and 
nuts and seeds and vegetables and fruits to choose from. So it's okay if there's a couple that aren't your cup of tea. So you said your husband is primarily plant-based as well. So tell me about, as you went through this, we get this question a lot as far as family support, trying to go it alone. What was it like for you in regards to your your social support for this? Well, uh, our children are grown, so there wasn't any pressure from that direction, you know, trying to get people other than he and I to eat. Now he still does eat meat. He eats more than I do because I just don't enjoy it that much anymore. I'll eat uh, chicken, fish, shrimp, and turkey. And that's kind of all I'll eat. But he still eats pork and steak. And But we, we still eat big bowl of of vegetables or salad or you know he actually is probably a better cook than I am so he will go out of his way to make stir fry we use cauliflower rice Uh, we don't eat rice at all anymore Mm -hmm. and haven't for quite a while we really don't eat bread Uh, I mean obviously every once in a while we have a, a little bit of a treat but it's not a daily thing, which I think it was before, Mm -hmm. you know, carbs and sugar was kind of part and meat was part of our life that it's, it's, it's a small part now instead Mm -hmm. of a larger chunk of it. So, so he, he is super supportive, but I think because also his, his numbers on his blood work and everything has come back to the point where his doctors look at him and go, why are you even here? Mm-hmm. And I 100% credit that to the increase in plants and mm-hmm. daily exercise. Mm-hmm. So how much would you say, what percent, like if you, if you cut your, your, your meat intake by half or, you know, I would say I'm 80% vegetables, mm-hmm. 80% plant-based now. So probably 20%. Mm-hmm with a little bit of, Mm -hmm. you know, with lean protein, which Mm -hmm. you need for your muscles Mm -hmm. and um, Mm -hmm. a little bit of carb because life is not worth living without a little bit of carb. Mm -hmm. And, and then for him, he's probably more 60 to 70% plant-based and probably, you know, 25 to 30% Mm -hmm. meat. That's still a, a phenomenal change. Because, you know, I'm from Texas, you're in Texas, you know. Right. <laughs> I right. grew ribs, up with barbecue. Ribs ribs. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it is meat country. And exactly. to really find things that are plants first and some even meat on meat as a secondary, it's, it's really hard sometimes. And it, it's a mind bender when, you know, that's, 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 you know, not just Texas culture, but, you know, you know, standard American diet is, you know, high carb, high meat, high cheese, high dairy. And, and then you're like, and, but, but I want to eat some kale. (laughs) Which I will tell you, it wasn't that long ago that that was not the way I was thinking at all. Yeah, me too. If anybody told me I'd be sitting here five years down the road talking about eating more plants and less meat, I would have said, in fact, I remember telling the cardiologist in Houston, when he gave us all our books, you will never get me vegan or plant based or I like to cook too much. But, you know, it's entirely possible to make delicious meals, and much more nutritious with a lot of plants. And it's just like, 
it's such a mind bender. <laughs> I wish I had done it sooner. I yeah. wish I had understood how important it was yeah. a lot sooner. I've really never had a physician tell me, you know, eat more plants, eat more fiber. You know, it was really my sitting down and reading and researching mm-hmm. to understand how critical the ingredients and plants are to our overall good health. Right. I mean, they just give us phytonutrients and there's so much now on diverse plants and your gut microbiome. And it's like, it's, that's where all our feel good comes from. I mean, it's just, it's again, it's like, I'm like you, if anybody had told me five years ago, I would feel this good. And it's like crazy. It just needs to get out there. And that's what you and I are trying to do today is just get the word out to be plant-based in a way that works for you. That's, you know, 80%. I agree. And I think what what anybody who's thinking about doing it, give it some time. mm -hmm. It really does take a little while Mm -hmm. for your taste buds to change, Mm -hmm. for your thought process to change. Mm -hmm. And then it's you want to eat more plants, mm-hmm. you know, initially you don't, you're really mm-hmm. kind of working against it because if that's not your normal, but you know, two, three months into it for me, and mm-hmm. it's probably different for everyone. Mm-hmm. It really took that long, but cause it was a whole entire life of eating a certain way mm-hmm. and, and change that. It, mm-hmm. it doesn't happen in, in just a few days. I don't think. No, I don't either. I just, I just, I, I, it, it, I was probably more like you, but I think I was more like on the five to six month plan. <laughs> Uh, but but partly too is you know we had a lot of meat and fish and things in the freezer to eat up and I just and I looked at my pantry and I and I did the forks over knives class and and that is a hardcore take everything out start all over okay I'll do that but you, you do have to manage the cravings and look and literally looking at food differently looking at it as having color and crunch and sweetness and uh, and then I, I don't know about you, but get, you know, actually getting sweetness from like a sweet red bell pepper is kind of mind bending. <laughs> so. Yes. Now I actually do find some fruits like peaches yeah. um, too sweet, you know, yeah, so, yeah. which was, which is shocking because yeah. who would have thought that fruit would, would be so easy to replace um, cookies or cake or anything else along those lines. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and I don't need a lot, you know, mm-hmm. like a handful of blueberries or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. If I'm just craving a little bit of something, mm-hmm. but if anybody had told me that I could give up sugar mm-hmm. for almost a year, mm-hmm. I would have, I wouldn't, I didn't think I could give it up for mm-hmm. two days, much mm-hmm. less, um, 12 months. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I know this isn't about me in the podcast, but you know, I baked kolaches and like, I don't, I don't crave them anymore, even though I used to bake 12 dozen a day, but you have to give you, you have to give your, your, your body and your mind some time to make that transition, be patient. And so what would you tell people if they're wanting to add more plants, what are some tips that you might give them or some reading or how, how do you kind of keep your motivation going? I think the first one would be don't limit yourself. Mm-hmm. I think w- what I did is I I only felt like I could eat. I only liked a handful of plants and I'd really never even heard of like chayote squash. And I eat that now. Mm-hmm. I'd never 
made a butternut squash and roasted it in the oven. And we, we do that now. So just, you know, maybe get a couple of cookbooks and read through them and find some things that um, look interesting and try them. And I felt like I had a very narrow window of plants that I could eat. But once I opened that window up and realized, you know, there's more than six plants and just started to try different things. And sometimes they're successful and sometimes they're not. But then I have more options to choose from. So I don't feel so limited mm -hmm. in what I'm eating day in, day out, week in, week out. What, what is an example of your breakfast? So breakfast, I might do egg whites mm -hmm. with uh, some, some greens in there. I might do a smoothie with some greens in there. I would say probably the one meal that I have the most struggle getting some vegetables in is probably breakfast. Mm -hmm. So I don't feel a lot of guilt with that. But then I will you know, focus on vegetables for lunch and dinner. Mm -hmm. And usually for dinner, it's all vegetables. Um, it's just easier for me to sleep on with a lighter meal at the end of the day. And so, but I'll do like maybe veggies and um, a little, a, a little tiny turkey burger for lunch and so breakfast is the one meal of the day. Although one thing I have made is like a zucchini casserole and that warms up really well for breakfast. So breakfast is more, oh, egg bites. We make egg bites from scratch and put the, uh, and put different vegetables inside of them. So I still kind of have a little bit of a mental block with breakfast and vegetables. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if you have some suggestions on some things that you do first thing in the morning. Um, I kind of rotate because I'll rotate oatmeal and then chia seed pudding and then kind of a whole grain um, cereal. So I'll rotate those. And every once in a while I do flex off for eggs that are, that I know where they came from. <laughs> kind of right. about my eggs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to eat them. I better too. know where they got them from. <laughs> um, but, you know, I tend to go. And then on Sunday mornings, we always have might make sourdough. So we do avocado toast. Uh, oh, but generally, yes. and then I do a spinach, mango, banana, flaxseed smoothie. So I really, there's something about that spinach, banana. I have so much energy after I do the spinach, banana, mango, flaxseed smoothie. It's something about getting spinach in. I don't know why. It just Yeah, that sounds amazing. And I, I do flaxseed in my salads yeah. or in my smoothies. I, I, uh, I love the ground flaxseed. Yeah, it's a... Uh, so it's, it's just a, an, another way to camera, which omega three, omega six, one of those you get with your ground flax seeds. So, yeah, so that's my breakfast tip. <laughs> Cause I, I like to eat and have some variety. And uh, so you're right. I, the only, I think the only time I get a real like vegetable in is with the spinach. Otherwise it's a grain and nut, a seed or a berry kind of in that right. category. So what uh, I just, I so appreciate you sharing today. What closing thoughts might you have for those who are interested and, and uh, challenging, I want to say challenging itself, trying, challenging, you know, moving towards more plants in their eating pattern. How does that sound? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I think you'll be amazed at how positively it will impact your overall health mm -hmm. and uh, both mental and physical. Yeah. Uh, the nutritional value, what you're, the more I study it and I still study it on a regular basis, 
what's in plants and what you're getting, you know, plant is medicine, plants are medicine. Mm -hmm. And so every time I, I look at different plants, I look at it as medicine and, you know, obviously I want it to taste good. Also think of that combination and you can make a positive impact on your physical and mental health. It's worth a try. It's worth a try. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, you're a living testament. You reversed your numbers. That's, and you have great skin on top of it all. Thank you. <laughs> there is something about that skin though. I, th- I think there is something to that. I think my skin looks better too, for sure. Great story, Wendy. Thank you so much for sharing. And I, and I hope you inspire others. And I just, we, both of us, we encourage others just to eat more plants, right? Thank you, Lisa. You've been an inspiration to me. I have thoroughly enjoyed um everything that you do your cookbooks your uh podcast your newsletter your postings and that was very inspirational i'm not at that level of cooking yet but i hope i will be someday <laughs> oh listen you've done great with what you're doing keep it going and and it'll and you're just going to continue to inspire others so thank you very much thanks for joining me today i hope you receive some cool new tips on how to eat more veg um, please be sure and join me at itsyourseason.life on youtube on our website on instagram just look up either iysl lisa boson or itsyourseason.life is the website so stay with me and let's just eat more veg